everybody. Welcome back to the Midnight Terrors podcast. Merry Christmas. Jason, it's Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas, Jason. Is it? Is it the Midnight Terror podcast? Is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. We we are the but, gift this year. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it, it's 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 just the Midnight Terror podcast. I think it's the Midnight Terror podcast. Well, technically, it's the Midnight Terrors podcast, but that's all right. Terrors, terrors. Yeah, man. But uh, no. What's going on, everybody? Merry Christmas from myself, Kevin, and whatever Jason wants to be known as this evening. Uh, it's Bucky and Diamond, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas, everybody. As promised, we are back with another episode on Christmas Day. And uh, we know that we left you all in nothing but suspense last week when we said we were about to talk about one of our favorite movies ever. And I think that this movie was one of like the first movie titles to be thrown out when we started this podcast. It's um, a great one. Yes, and we're talking about fucking Krampus. Yeah. So good. And uh, funny thing, I think when this movie came out, if I remember correctly, I actually was convinced that it was Krampus, not Krampus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was just, uh, I heard it said Krampus instead of Krampus, and I was just like arguing with my friends like, no, it's Krampus. <laughs> I don't know. Krampus, Krampus, do do cares? <laughs> yeah, tomato, tomato, Krampus, Krampus, same thing. Yeah, but it's uh, either way. <laughs> yeah, no, but it is Krampus. I have learned the error of my ways, and uh, well, and and it's great because this is uh, uh, this is our Christmas theme for December. Um, so yeah, we're doing we're doing Christmas movies and horror Christmas movies. And we've we've already talked about it's it's hard to find them. Um, this is true. But, this is true. Uh, but you know we we got our Black Christmas on um, for two, and for two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks we got our our Black Christmas on, uh, and and now we're on Krampus. Uh, yeah, so. the, this is the culmination of all the Christmas horror that we've talked about this month. Because if we take a look down memory lane, we talked about Puka. Santa Sleigh and two black Christmas movies. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, because I, I wasn't even uh, thinking about the fact that we did uh, our crossover episodes. That's right. Um, so we did an with, extra. Uh, yeah, we did an extra episode on Christmas horror this month. So this is the culmination of what we've been doing throughout this month, and we thank you all so much for tuning in. I've seen a lot of feedback on Instagram of people saying how much they love uh, Black Christmas, uh, both the original and the remake, and uh, we hope that that same feedback continues for this week, because uh, as we said, Krampus is one of our favorite movies ever, and easily one of the best Christmas horror movies out there. Yeah, um, it, like even um, it, not going into like the Christmas theme um, or horror Christmas theme or anything like it's just a great movie. It's 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 funny enough um, and it's creepy enough and 
it just has like a good balance to it and uh it's 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 just a really fun watch yeah and uh, you so we talked about this uh yesterday i think when we were on the phone uh just talking about our recording schedule you said you almost don't even view this as a straight up horror movie right no not really um it's uh it's again just talking about or or, or talking about the balance it, it, i don't see it as a straight horror movie. It's kind of comedy horror or in that vein. But it there's it's not it's not like super gory. It's not super like jump scares. Like you don't you don't have a whole lot of that. Uh, but it just it it just kind of fits with. I don't know. It's. It's it's in between. <laughs> well, I think at its core, it's a, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, I watch this and I get the same vibes that I get from, like, Home Alone and Christmas Vacation and, and stuff <laughs> well, like I that. Gonna, I was going to say, and they actually, they actually do throughout the movie, there are some very um, Christmas uh, vacation uh, kind of moments and, and themes in there. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Are very, that are very obvious. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know, it's 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 funny, man, um, and it's it's just a good time. It so is, it um, is a great time for sure. So you you just finished watching it, right? Yeah. So um, I am. People can probably hear in my voice. I am just now, like this week, getting over being sick with a cold. Um, so I have been like just trying to get my energy back but still sleeping a bunch and sure. uh I threw on Krampus yesterday to prep for this and I got about 30 minutes in and I was enjoying the shit out of it as I do every time I watch it but I was so tired that I only got like 30 minutes in and like had to go to sleep and then I watched about 40 minutes of it today like during my lunch break at work and then I watched the final like 20 minutes um Okay. Right, right at the end when I was leaving, like right when I left work. Gotcha. Um, so I had to watch well, it. I had to watch it in increments, which was kind of disappointing. But I will definitely go back. Uh, as we're recording this, it's December twentieth, so I'll definitely be rewatching this, like from front to back, for an actual watch for Christmas. But well, so I just watched it like yesterday, um, front to back, um, which mm -hmm. I've seen it. You know, probably. 10, 12 times, you know, who knows? I've, I've seen it quite a few times. Um, but so just to give the uh, kind of overview or the story, um, you know, you start out with this family that is all getting together for Christmas. And it is very, very reminiscent of, uh, like we said, uh, Christmas vacation, um, where yeah, like very Eddie, mu and very much so. The the in laws show up and uh, they they're just uh, disappointed or or shocked to see. Well, they're not shocked to see the in laws come, but they hate the in laws. Um, yeah, they're like, like they're, they're they're bracing for it. Like the in laws are th like that family, that terrible. part of the family yeah. that you just like. Yeah. You, yeah. dr you dread seeing at family gatherings. Not, I don't have that, but I know a lot of people that do. So, 
Yeah, so um, it, it, you know the the main family, which is um, Adam Scott, uh, and then um, what's the girl from Hereditary? What's her name again? Tony Collette. Tony Collette, buddy. Yep. Okay, so she's in there, um, and Adam Scott, and then um, yeah, David Keckner of um, you know Anchorman Every, fame. Everything. Everything. Yeah, Anchorman. <laughs> He's champ from Anchorman. Um, yeah, he's and also, I, and I, I forget who plays the the shitty aunt that track that that comes in along with the in laws. But funny she's, though. she's yeah, in she's a lot of really stuff funny. too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, um, you know, you gotta have the the family that's kind of tight, and they have all of their shit together, um, and they're they don't imply that they're like crazy rich, but they're you know, semi wealthy. Well, com- um, compared then, compared to the uh, the visiting family members, they are much more right. wealthy, right? So, yeah. The, so the family members that come in don't don't have a lot, and um, you know, just uh, so there's. <laughs> well, so na- um, so think, naturally, there's tension like in the household because it's right, right, family, right. Yeah, it's families, they, it's portions of the family that don't really get along, and they're that are going to naturally right. start fighting with each other. So exactly. So they're just, they're just kind of battling over stuff. Um, and then, uh, the, the youngest son, Max, Max. Yeah. So Max basically writes a letter to Santa because he still believes in Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, and his letter that he writes to Santa is actually really like heartfelt. Like he, He's saying, you know, I don't really want anything. He's not asking for toys and a bike or like, you know, any kind of things like that that are like selfish. He's saying like, you know, I know that uh, our other family doesn't have as much as we do. And could you help them out, Santa, throughout the year? And he's he's asking for like to be closer with his sister again. And he's asking like for his mom and dad to not fight and like be in love like they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's this really heartfelt letter where he he's trying to like he he wants his he wants his family to be closer. And then also he wants uh, to kind of be closer or he wants the uh, the in-laws to be uh, better taken care of or, or or to have better luck or whatever you want to call it. Basically. Um, and then never nevertheless, yeah. despite the. Uh, the joy that he has for Christmas, uh, besides him and his grandma, most everybody else just kind of dreads Christmas and is very, like, downtrodden and negative about it. Um, right. And then his his, his cousins um, are, are kind of assholes. Uh, oh, dude. <laughs> these they, co- I don't know who these actresses are that play the two cousins, the two girls that are, like, supposed yeah. to be, like, really boyish girls. Yeah, but they annoy the shit out of me in this movie. Like, and they're and they're meant to. They're meant to be obnoxious. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Uh, but so they they make they they're sitting down at dinner and and they find uh, his his letter just basically asking Santa to you know uh, give them a better Christmas and take care of his family and and they make fun of him. So he gets pissed off. And, and he, he rips tears, up the letter, tears up the letter and throws it out the window. And, and uh, 
we see it get sucked up into a uh, a vortex of some of some type in the clouds right. and uh his negativity towards christmas and his wish saying i hate you all to his family which is very home alone esque uh, yeah. Yeah. Say, saying that um you know i i wish you would all go away uh that summons krampus who is uh the antithesis of Santa. He is not here to give joy and presents and rewards. He is here to punish uh, basically those who have lost their Christmas spirit. Well, yeah. So it's 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 basically like because um, Krampus is the anti-Santa Claus. So he's like kind of the polar opposite of Santa. Um, yep. Instead of like giving things and, and making people happy. Um, he's here to take and destroy and just, um, but he only does it when there are these wishes, which is, which is what the son did was basically, he even said, like, I, I don't think he says it, but it's like, I I want my family taken away. Um, well, he, when, when he snaps at the family after he's been fighting with the cousins, he says, Forget it. Forget Christmas. I I hate Christmas. I hate you all. And then he runs away. So right. like the implication yeah. is that he just wants his family to leave him alone and stop teasing him. Yeah. So then when we uh, when we fast forward a little bit, um, we get this huge uh, blizzard that like wipes the town um, and especially their street. And there's nobody around. Uh, there's they can't even see their neighbors like so they're basically krampus is like trapped in their house yeah yeah krampus is here in their town and here to fuck some shit up and he does and uh (laughs) he is not alone in these ventures he brings his little helpers which i love and we will get further into detail once we finish summarizing the plot but that's the movie is that this family has to defend off um Krampus and his little helpers and we go on and uh, eventually they're all taken or appear to be killed uh, until only Max is left to face Krampus. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, um, there's um, and, and we talked about uh, we talked about last night uh, you and I that um, so uh, the the daughter um, goes out to, she just wants to see her boyfriend and it's in the middle of this huge blizzard and you can't see anyone else's houses. Like all the lights are off. It doesn't seem to be that anyone's around. Can I just say, I love Adam Scott and Tony Collette in this, but like, I don't know any parents that would let their kids go out in a blizzard like that like that is that is borderline like a blizzard that's going to give you frostbite yeah because well i mean at this point they're not um it's because it's very early in they're not uh really scared or anything yet like they're like yeah it's a lot of snow and you know we've lost power in the house and stuff like that so it's it's it hasn't gotten extreme yet. Um, yeah. So they just, they're just like, yeah, if you want to go see your boyfriend, that's fine. Which she does. And when she goes out to see her boyfriend or tries to get to his house, 
And this is the first time that we see like the Krampus. Oh uh, my God. Every which single. Again, which again, we were talking about is like your favorite part of it. It is my favorite part. Every yeah. single time I watch this movie, this is the part where like I get super sucked in every single time. And I don't know what it is. It's just the, the way it's shot and how we don't really get a clip. So what happens as a visual is the girls walking along the streets and like the blizzards kind of raging and she hears like a loud thud on top of a roof and she looks over across the street at a house and Krampus has landed on the roof and you yeah. just see this big red cloak and the horns and you don't see his face and he starts chasing her because uh, she takes off running but you see Krampus running through the blizzard like hopping from roof to roof and my favorite part about it excuse me um, is that she starts screaming and then you hear in the distance this yeah 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 this like eerie like I can't do a good enough impression of it it's such a unsettling howl that he does when he's chasing her yeah and uh yeah and then she tries to get away from him she sees his hoofs because she's hiding under the car and that is yeah, when we get. Yeah, she well, she's trying to escape, and she gets under, underneath, you know, a van or whatever. Um, and as she's underneath the van, uh, she sees the hooves of uh, Krampus. Yes, uh, and this is when we get the which very is first. Creepy. Yep, and this is where we get the first reveal of the some of the best practical effects that I have ever seen. Yes, uh, um, this is when you see the the Jack in the Box for the yes, first time. You hear like that, dun, 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 like that little Jack in the Box song, and she looks to her right or whatever, and there's a Jack in the Box just slowly being unwound. And the best part is it pops open, but nothing comes out yet, and then you just see it slowly climb out and smile and, yeah, gi and giggle. Just, yeah, it's just very slow. Like, of course, it doesn't pop out like you would expect. Uh, Jack in the Box to do. No, this ain't this but, ain't this ain't no scene in like Elf where Buddy's testing the Jack in the Boxes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but no, like yeah. So you you see this kind of thing, and and they really don't even show you a whole lot of it. Like you kind of see the face coming out. Yeah, you um, see, like basically just before you get to the mouth is like where it stops, and then yeah, you, yeah. you cut to her and she screams, and then we see the car rattling because it gets it takes her away. Yeah. Um, yeah. and you know, so just to put a a a you know a a finish on the on the plot line, basically you find out more about Krampus because uh, Max's grandma has encountered him before. She lived in an old like village in Germany where. Uh, her parents and their entire village also lost their spirit for Christmas and Krampus came and took them all away um, and basically sent them to the underworld. But she let, but he left the grandma alive and gave her like a bell, uh, well, which is, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. which so, is very, which is very polar express by the way. Uh, yeah. Well, and um, kind of the, kind of the main point of that kind of scene, which uh, I love too, because uh, the grandma has, or Omi, um, yes. has encountered Krampus before. And yep. when she's talking about it or telling her story about how she encountered 
the Krampus like it goes into the stop motion. Oh, dude. Well, it's not even and, like it's not even like stop motion. It's like this weird like Tim Burton like um 3D looking animation story and it's fucking awesome. Right, but it it, it but it gives you the feeling of like uh, the Rudolph or or uh, or nightmare or, nightmare before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like all of those, all of those old uh, like Christmas movies, like Rudolph and um, the original Jack Frost, not the horror movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, real, um, hey, real quick, sh- shout out to uh, reviewed to death, Marcus and Luke. I love you, dudes, for braving Jack Frost two: Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. Uh, if you, yeah. if you all listening to us have not subscribed to their show do it and then also go listen to their jack frost 2 episode uh that yep, is their that show is, is great and, that and is, they hated they hated you for making them watch that <laughs> well i didn't make them watch it they were gonna do it on their own but like i told them beforehand that it was amazing because it was like one of my favorite so bad it's good movies right and on the episode they start talking about it and <laughs> Marcus is like, Kevin told me beforehand this is one of his uh, favorite movies, like Guilty Pleasures. And he goes, and I just have one question. What the fuck is wrong with you, Kevin? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I listened to their episode and he was like, what the fuck's wrong with you, Kevin? And then you got um, you got poor old Luke there coming in and go, you fucking kidding me, Kevin? What the fuck, Kevin? <laughs> so shout out to those guys. I can't say enough good things about them. And uh, they've been doing some great uh, Christmas horror with their un-Christmas uh, segments this month. So yeah, go- they have. Yeah. Yeah, their show's been doing really well. Yeah, so go check out uh, their episode, subscribe to their show. But uh, all the love in the but world yeah, to yeah. review so today. But back to Krampus. <laughs> yeah, but so the the um, um, that that little segment because uh, uh, everybody is confused and doesn't know what's going on. But the grandma has uh, you know experienced it before, and then it goes into this. Uh, you know, this kind of stop motion kind of thing, which is very reminiscent of like all of these old Christmas movies, you know, yep, yep. Rudolph, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so then, and, so and, then we, so then by the time we're moving through the rest of the movie, uh, the family members are getting picked off one by one. Grandma actually comes face to face with Krampus and, uh, so Jason, we well, t- we talked about this. We couldn't remember if the grandma's like quote unquote death scene was on camera. It's yeah, because you you just watched it, right? Yes, I just finished watching this part in like the second half of the movie today. Um, yeah. So or the last hour, I watched like a third of it yesterday and watched the majority of it today. But so what happens is there's a few family members left in the house, and don't worry, everyone, we're gonna go back and talk about all the awesome creatures, but. Uh, so there's a few family members left in the house. Krampus finally comes down the chimney, which I love that effect where the wall like fucking breaks because he's coming yeah. down the chimney and he's massive. Yeah. She comes face to face with him. We finally get a look at his face and it's that creepy agape mouth. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what happens is he grabs his sack of like toys, which has all his little little helpers in it. And he or yeah, the sack has his little helpers in it. And he grabs it and just opens it up in front of the grandma. She looks in and all the toys come out and attack her. 
Oh, okay. All right. So that's yeah, so that's it, what that's what happens to her. But we, even, yeah, even though I like just watched it, like I I didn't re- remember that scene because we were talking about it. I was just like, I I can't remember what happened to, um, yeah. Omi. Yeah. So uh, we so we her name. Yep, the grandma. So we continue yeah. on, and basically everyone's gone except for except for Max and uh, Krampus well, goes. So- it, it it starts with a couple of people just like kind of disappearing and like you don't see really what happens to them. Um, the daughter and then um, and the, the, then, the, the delivery guy. Right. And then the two dads, uh, Adam Scott and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, well, well, Adam Scott. Actually, well, Adam Scott is actually there till like almost the end he dies right before they get to well, the yeah but but like all all that you see is like is like the daughter disappears and then oh that's right they go they go, go out, out in the snow looking for her that's right yeah yeah and then and then uh the truck gets all jacked up and then uh, so their truck gets destroyed so they they can't um drive anywhere um and then david keckner gets picked up by like this ghost dog or like you can't even see well what it is yeah it looks like, like he, a it looks like a gopher basically we never get a look at what's in the snow but it's a little like gopher creature like, like yeah, running like, running under the snow and it bites his leg yeah and what it reminds me of i don't i don't know if you remember or if you got far enough into supernatural um where the uh the the demon dogs came in um but they were invisible yeah, um yeah so you, the, you the, the hellhounds yeah i saw them yeah the hellhounds yeah so you couldn't see them um and that's what it reminded me of right, ar- right around that time was where i stopped giving a shit about supernatural <laughs> Yeah, Supernatural. I don't need your fucking <laughs> 10 more seasons. You beat the devil in like season six. Like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we're done. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, so, so the, so but the no, plot... that's what it reminded me of. Um, and then, and then, so, um, like when, when the movie really kicks off is, um, when, the <laughs> when Krampus goes fishing for the kids, um, and I say fishing for the kids because there's the chain with the fish hook that comes down the chimney. Um, and yeah, there's we never the, we never really see if it's Krampus doing it, but yeah, it's uh, there's a this is where we're intro- introduced to the gingerbread man. Right, so the, there's like a there's like a chain with a hook on it, like it's 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 totally just like a fishing line <laughs> that comes down out of the. Well, there's a little uh, there's a little chubby like mute kid that only is obsessed with food. So like the chain right. with the the chain with the hook comes down the chimney, and it's got uh, a big a plump gingerbread gingerbread man, man cookie attached to it and they like lure him in he takes a bite and then the cookie comes alive and it's like yeah which you better Um, you better believe when i saw those gingerbread man i know this movie came out first but my mind immediately went to the mini stay puff marshmallow men from ghostbusters afterlife oh yeah absolutely (laughs) and uh so before we dive further into the rest of like the kills just for i'm i'm assuming most people that have seen this movie know the the plot but Basically, Max tries to undo his wish and throws the bell that Krampus is going to leave him because he's going to leave him alive to tell the story. 
And Max is like, no, I take my wish back. And I love that Krampus, you think that Krampus is considering like backing down and giving his family back. And then him and all his little helpers laugh. And then he just drops Max in the underworld. Well, so I I didn't even take it as um as Krampus like considering it. Um Well he wipes I, he wipes the tear off of Max's face and gives him like these really this really meaningful stare before he's just like yeah, ah, and then picks him up and drops yeah, him but in as the soon underworld. As he does it, but as soon as he like so it it is like you think that like he's having some sympathy for Max or that uh He's, you know, kind of seeing uh, a side of him that's different, you know, wanting his family back. But well, that's well, that's um, what that's what I'm saying is that we we think we think that Krampus is considering like backing down. But in reality, Krampus is just like he just laughs at him. Yeah. And then he laughs and he drops him in uh, into the underworld. But Max makes his makes another wish and says, I just want Christmas the way the way it used to be and we have apparently and i thought that the ending interpretation was universal but apparently there's there's before before we get there too though um because because we've talked about a couple of times or quite a few times on the show especially with our missed episode um with people complaining about cgi um and this movie like the only thing that was really CGI were the gingerbread men. Yeah, but they and they they, was, ha- they had to be right, and I was fine with that. Like, and the gingerbread men are supposed to be stupid anyway. Yeah, like, they're, they're supposed, supposed to, be... to be goofy and over the top, and so with them being CGI'd, like I, you know, I, like that didn't bother me whatsoever. Which, um, but, which the gingerbread man attack does lead to one of my favorite lines in the movie, uh, because um, the uncle, the fat guy that's played by the actor that you really like, what's his yeah, name David again? Keckner. Yeah, yeah, David Keckner. Yeah, David Keckner. Yeah. So he fights off the gingerbread man and like is shooting him with a shotgun and whatnot, and he gets up, yeah. and he comes yeah. back, and he's talking to his wife, and he's like, what did you see up there in the attic? And she's like, you don't want to know, baby. And he's like... Baby, I just got my ass kicked by a bunch of Christmas cookies. Yeah. So trust me when I say I can take it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good line. Um, and yeah, like the gingerbread men are like the only part of the movie really that is CGI. Like the the rest of it is is total practical <laughs> effects and done and very they- well. And I actually, especially for especially for a movie of this type, like you would think that, um, you know, because it's kind of jokey and it's it's kind of goofy that they wouldn't do or or spend that much time on the practical effects. No, but dude. they're they're amazing, man. Like, the, well, we we talked about this before off the air too. You remember who directed this, right? Um, remind me. Uh, Michael Doherty, the the mastermind behind Trick or Treat. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, obviously, there's great practical effects in there. What I've seen of it, I've never seen Trick or Treat all the way through. But you well, know, with the with the with the werewolf you're effects, you're a fucking idiot because you haven't. Um. <laughs> yes, I know. This is nothing new. It's not because I don't want to watch it. It's just because I haven't seen it. But um, but I I don't think I don't think that I you know I, I've seen Trick or Treat. 
or trick or treat or however you want to say it. I've seen it probably 20 times and I, I don't recall even one point that is CGI'd. I, I mean, I think the whole thing is practical. And that's what I, mean, I, and that's what I love about this is that Michael Doherty brought over that same uh, craft to Krampus. Yeah, because especially so, so we kind of skipped a little forward. Um, but well, I want to, I want a disclaimer real quick. Uh, sure, <laughs> people are probably like, God bless, they're like jumping all around. This is what yeah. happens when we talk about this movie. There's just so much good shit to talk about <laughs> in here that this is how the conversation goes. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's, yeah, it's, it's what happens. Um, it's it's natural. Uh, it's like pissing on when you're on a microphone. It's that natural. Well, yeah, that happens too. You know, yeah. it's natural. It's natural. You know, uh, everybody <laughs> does it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there's um, so the the kid kind of gets jerked up through the chimney um, with what I would call the the fishing because <laughs> they're basically throwing a hook with a line down and fishing for a kid. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and that's where everything kind of pops off after that. Well, cause uh, then after that, they're all trying to, now the daughters, now one kid from each family's disappeared. So now, right. now all the families on the prowl looking to get their kids back. And I am ashamed, Jason. Like, one of our most listened to episodes is that practical effects episode we did, episode three. Yeah. And I haven't listened to it in a while, but I don't think we mentioned Krampus at all. No. And to be honest, I I don't... Having watched it just recently, Mm -hmm. I would definitely have, like, put it in that episode or, or thought about it. Um, yeah, but absolutely. Krampus I haven't seen in a minute, but you know, in uh, I, I've watched it. I've watched it like three or four times. Um, but you know, seeing it, seeing it again when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, man, these these effects are really good. Yeah. So um, we've got obviously the big one that most people know is the big, like the big Jack in the block in the in the blocks in Jack in the box that looks like a snake. Yes, I love that. <laughs> that that thing that is the shit. I love that it looks like one of the Reaper vampires from Blade Two, where its mouth opens up in multiple parts. Yeah, where it's like kind of split at the chin, and it kind of and it almost has like a little kind of like predator look to it. You know, when the predator is like yep, open their yep, mouth, little, like, and it's got a gooey mouth yep. in there, and and it eats one of the shitty cousins too. Yeah, and and it's like a uh, the cool thing is it's like a snake. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's trying to. It's not even like chewing it up. It's just like swallowing and just like processing it. It's it's basically a snake. Yeah, it's just like it's like watching a it. it's like watching a snake eat like a rat, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so my I want to ask you the same thing, but my favorite uh, practical effect and uh, helper of Krampus is the elves. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. One, they're like little cloaked guys with masks on. Yeah, they um, yeah, they're they're nothing more than just kind of, and and I'm sure probably the actors were like little people just in costume, probably. Um, but yeah, so it, it's cool because it, you obviously have Krampus, who is like the 
the anti Santa. And then of course he's going to have like evil elves. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and they, I love the reveal too, because the fire, so there's this whole thing where the grandma says, you got to keep the fire uh, going. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the fire hot. Yeah. And the fire starting to go down. And then we, so one thing we failed to mention is that in the front yard, slowly but surely, there's little creepy snowmen being built in the yeah. front yard every time the family looks outside. And they're like, well, who's building the snowman? No one's out there. And right. you, you find out later it's the elves. Right. And then and then the elves are actually like running back and forth, like kind of hiding behind the snowman. And you know what? Um, so not a Christmas movie. And the movie. snowmen themselves are creepy. Like yep, they yep. just look creepy. So not a Christmas movie, but the I think the reason I like the elves is because they kind of remind me of the puppets from uh, Labyrinth. Oh yeah, yeah, I see that. So that so that's my favorite of the practical effects and costumes. So what is what is your favorite uh, creature um, here that we have? Practical effect or not or CGI? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, mine, like, I, I really liked, uh, I, again, I really liked the jack-in-the-box, like, swallowing the kid, um, but uh, the the angel, um, so there's um, this Christmas tree angel or a, or a tree topper, you know, That's some people. right. You brought this up yeah. to me yesterday, and I hadn't finished watching the movie yet, so I totally forgot about the angel in the attic. Yeah, so some people, you know, of course, put a, a star on the top of their tree or put an angel on top of their tree. Um, and this one, because uh, uh, the wife, Adam Scott's wife, uh, she even says something about, um, or, well, her sister says, oh, you kept mom's angel for the uh, top yeah, of the yeah, tree yeah. yeah yeah and she's like yeah of course i did and she goes into like yeah i kind of kept everything um but then the angel turns into this fucking demonic looking nasty thing like yep. uh yep and then and it, again it, like the i think kind of the cool thing with like with the elves with uh the uh, with the jack in the box um, and with a lot of creatures, they have this like um, a doll look to them. Yeah, very much you know, so. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like a it's like a ceramic kind of like like a porcelain like a porcelain face. doll. Yeah, porcelain doll face. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's and that's what the uh, that's what the angel looks like. And then the angel has like actual like feathers. Yep. for the wings and it just like when it's jumping on top of them and attacking them yeah, um, and it mauls the, it's, it it's mauls the, it mauls the fuck out of the sister's arm yeah 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 and so that that brings me to another point that i want to contest if you will on uh, okay. on this podcast so jason as i'm sure you know a big complaint with people that don't like this movie very much that were excited for it is they were bummed that it wasn't rated R. Well, yeah, and I'm so uh, we've we've talked about at length that when I see a new horror movie coming out um, that looks interesting or that I want to see, when I see that it's PG thirteen, it usually kind of pushes me off. Like I'm like, eh. You know, it's not rated R, so it makes me think that it's gonna 
just not push the limit, you know, like, yeah. uh, or it's just gonna, I don't know. Just <laughs> so, so sorry. Just hold I, back, when you, I guess, when you, I guess hold back is the best thing that yes, I can say. Yeah. Sorry. I'm laughing because again, tangents galore here, but whatever. Uh, when you said that you were afraid it, it's going to like push you off, my mind right. went to some, to this random scene that I cannot stop laughing at from Thor Ragnarok where, uh, okay. where Thor's talking with Korg and, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, you know, I, like Korg's trying to give him a weapon and Thor's like, you know, I really wish I had my hammer. He's like, I would, I, when I would spin it really fast, it'd give me the ability to fly. He's like, you right. wrote a, you wrote a hammer. He's like, no, I didn't ride the hammer. The hammer rode you on your back. He's like, no, I'd spin it really fast and it would pull me off. Oh my God, the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's where my mind went when you said push me off, but don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's very rare, uh, that you get a PG 13 horror movie that, you know, actually, does something right well uh, it, it, so. for for me personally it depends on the subgenre because if we're talking slasher and something with a lot of violence then yes a pg-13 movie is gonna gonna disappoint me but a lot of the like haunted house movies are pg-13 and some of those are scary as shit like i know you're not crazy about um insidious but like the original or not the original but um the american version of the grudge movies those are pg-13 those are scary as shit um yeah i'll i'll agree with that i i wish i'd pulled up a a list the that remake of when a stranger calls uh from 2006 i'm almost positive that's pg-13 as well um Um, that one uh, that one i don't even know if i watched that one i i feel like i've seen bits and pieces of it oh so much Uh, so much better than the fucking original version in the 70s well but in and i think i mean um i i think even the ring might have been the the ring is definitely pg-13 yeah so there's yeah so it depends on the subgenre so if if i'm looking to be a gore hound and I want to see a lot of kills, then yes, PG-13 is going to bother me. But this, we've said at the beginning of the episode, is more of a uh, Christmas comedy with some horror influence in it. So, right, right. So I, I wasn't looking for, um, you know, when when I went to watch it, uh, and I, I think the first time I watched it was with you, actually. Um, uh uh, maybe I'm, I I probably brought I'm the pretty, I, I probably I'm bought pretty the, sure you brought the Blu-ray over to the house and um you and myself and your sister watched it. Oh, um, that's right because you uh, your daughters had just been born when this came out, so you didn't have yep. a lot of time to go to the theater. So yeah, probably. So yep, you probably yep. just, damn that was like a year later though. I didn't realize you went so long without watching it. Yeah. Yeah. But well, um, well, I'm glad but, you did because I mean, it's it's the shit. <laughs> but I mean, for something like this, um, especially even though it it's got that PG thirteen rating, like it, it, there's not a lot of blood and guts and stuff like that. No, but, but I but I also look still, at it's still disturbing though. Like yeah, watching is. like watching the the 
uh, I mean, all of the creatures are great, first of all, and they're all really creepy. And then, you know, even just watching the kid getting like swallowed by the, uh, by the Jack in the box and everything. I mean, like all of that was great. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not saying everything has to be rated R, but like if, well, if look, I at, be- look at another very famous uh, Christmas horror comedy, fucking Gremlins, dude. Gremlins isn't rated R. Yeah. then Steven Spielberg and I freaking love Steven B- Spielberg. Yeah. Obviously. And, and Gremlins has has but, a lot of yeah. comedic, you know, uh, gore in there, so to speak. And, yeah. And there are there are some pretty um, pretty gory bits in there um or my like favorite is, my favorite is when the mom puts uh the gremlin in the blender <laughs> yeah well also another one um not a full-fledged horror movie but i would definitely consider it a horror comedy beetlejuice isn't rated r and that movie has some disturbing ass shit in it yeah it does that's you know true. like that's not rated yeah. r so like for me personally, I just I wanted to um, counteract that argument that I hear that it should have been rated R. I don't think like yes, trick or <laughs> trick or treat I believe is rated R, right? Um, if it's not, I would be very surprised. I'm, okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, I'm pretty sure there's boobs in it, so I'm pretty sure it's rated R. But um, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. You can put boobs in anything now. Apparently, <laughs> no. You show a little bit of you show a little bit of nipple, and you're getting a you're getting a rated R, buddy. But you get uh, that nip slip in there, and you're getting rated R. <laughs> yeah, sneak that nip in, and then you get a rated R. But um, no. So I don't think that. So yes, Trick or Treat, I believe, is a rated R movie, but it needed to be. I think that Michael Doherty working on Krampus wasn't trying to make a violent Christmas like slasher. I think that this is actually, I think this is actually a somewhat of a family, funny, dark Christmas comedy in the vein of gremlins. And I don't think it needs to be rated R because it would completely defeat the purpose of, you know, we've been talking, yeah, we've been talking about Krampus, how it reminds us of watching like Home Alone and Christmas Vacation and stuff. If we just turned it into a rated R slasher, then it would be a completely different movie. It's just darker. I mean, it's 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 very dark, Um, not only, um, you know, just with the theme, but also uh, just uh, the movie is shot like very dark. Yeah, it is. Um, it's uh, it's definitely got some creepy moments in there, but it's funny. And then there's just a little bit of, not gore, but like, you know, violence in there to to soothe yeah, you over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which uh, another well, one, of, well, another one of my favorite helpers is when uh, Adam Scott gets attacked by the toy robot. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's like trying. He's like, trying, he's like yeah, yeah. He's like <laughs> trying to save one of his family members, and he looks over, and it's this big dramatic shot of a toy robot trying to attack him. Well, and um, the other thing that I was going to say, too, um, because going back to um, the the stop motion, like kind of animation when uh, Omi is telling her story, Mm -hmm. um, uh, the one of the things that I thought was really effective in uh, the new Candyman, which I don't know if you've seen it, I've seen it, but I haven't seen it. It was playing when I was over at a friend's house, and I wasn't fully paying attention, but it did play all the way through, so I saw, like, good chunks of it. 
so when they're when they're doing the the like flashbacks or like telling the story of Candyman, I remember um, that. Yep, it's not um, it it's not stop motion like that, but it's like these little like kind of puppets. Well, it's like uh, a, it's like a excuse me, it's like a storybook. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, and and it reminds me of like uh, watching um, uh, shit. Uh, Sorry, man. I'm I'm being unprofessional in here, and I keep burping into the microphone. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, uh, what's uh, what's? Damn it! Why is it escaping me right now? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I don't know where you're going okay. with that. So. The, no, no, no. The the movie where the uh, it it's like the the guy in the top hat. Uh, the it, they keep it in the basement. Um, oh, the Babadook. Yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's very. Um, God, my I, my dumbass. I don't know why you I did not think of that because my, I love that movie so much. Me but, too. Um, the Babadook, I actually consider to be probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, but but, but we'll, yeah, that. The way that they like animate it or show those like storybook moments. Yep, Mister Babadook in the storybook, and how yeah, the, even when the creature like shows up, it's like a paper mache cutout. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Um, and then even if you watch, um, if you watch Bram Stoker's Dracula, like the old one with um, uh, uh, Keanu Reeves in it, um, the the beginning of the movie is like kind of that same thing where it's just like these, you know, kind of paper puppets, like acting out the initial scenes and these battle scenes and stuff. And it's just, it's just kind of cool. I, I just kind of like that aesthetic. Like, yeah, I, me I too. Me too. I think it's, I think it's a really cool way to, you know, do flashbacks or, or, you know, present something differently yeah um, there's a there's a um a video game that i've been playing little bits here and there uh resident evil village and yeah. uh resident evil village actually opens with a with a little storybook being read uh to a baby and it's actually in that same animation style oh that's cool uh and it also reminds me of that alice madness returns game Yes, I love that game. So yeah, no, it's it's very great. Also, side note, my dumbass, when you said guy with a top hat, I was like Willy Wonka. <laughs> I was like, no, that can't be right. That can't be right. But no, um, I, I don't know why I could not think about the Babadook because obviously I love that movie. Yeah, no, um, we'll definitely but, we'll definitely talk about the Babadook one day. But let's uh, let's finish up with yeah, let's let's finish up with uh, Krampus here. So we gotta we gotta talk about this this ending because yeah because that's a big contention or it's it's a well so the funny uh, thing was i always thought it was universally accepted that they wound up in purgatory but apparently but um, apparently there are people that i guess the other one the other theory very similar to puka is that they think there are people that think that the family actually survived but Krampus is just watching over them and it's like oh shit it actually did happen yeah so basically to like kind of sum up the ending I mean basically everyone except for Max gets taken off and then um, you know Krampus 
is sacrificing them. Like there's this whole uh they're they're throwing his family into this pit. Well he's he's um, send, he's punishing them by sending their souls to the underworld. Right, right, right. Um so it's like this big sacrificial thing that's going on. Um and then, you know, you know, Max tells him, you know, I I take it back. I I I didn't want this. Um and so Max gets thrown in too. Um, but so which side the, note, I love that set piece that they set up at the at the ritual where it's like uh, looks like Chronicles of Narnia when all the elves are standing there and you get to see. Um, yeah, very. Kramp- you get to <laughs> yeah. see Krampus's sleigh and it's got like bulls at the head of it instead of reindeer. Well, and and yeah, yeah. And and two, uh, I, I just want to say for a second, um, especially, you know, talking about um how much I love the practical effects from this movie. I thought that the Krampus, like when you actually see him, like I thought he was like the creepiest fucking thing. Oh ever. yeah, dude. I can't believe, and, we, I can't believe we skipped over that, but like, yeah. And they made sure not, he was not CGI'd. No, um, not at all. Not a, not a single it, piece of him is CGI and I love it. Yeah. And his his face is just like um, the the first kind of time you get a really good look at him, um, like you can't even see his eyes. But then when you do later on, like like at the end when you do see his eyes, they kind of look like like goat eyes. They're just so weird and dead looking. Um, and then just that that gaping mouth, just like. Which, I, know, which but, I've heard some people complain about because they think like, oh, it's clearly a mask. It's like not good. And I'm like, no, it's awesome. <laughs> no, it looks great. No, I think it looks great. Yeah, like, and, and, I, and I love that he's got like um, like witch looking hands and then he's got chains hanging down from the cloak. Yeah, yeah. Like the chains, the chains thing is 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 really cool, too. Um, because so we didn't mention um, that when there or when Omi is telling the story of Krampus or when she saw Krampus, um, she says that he's the shadow of uh, Santa Claus. Yes. Um, so, you know, obviously saying that he's like kind of the opposite of Santa Claus. Um, but he's like the shadow. But the cool thing is, is with him, because he's always carrying around the chains. And mm-hmm. that's totally from uh, a Christmas story or a Christmas carol um, where Bob Marley, which oh, is. Oh, yeah. And he hears the chains rattling. Yeah, that's yeah, very true. I never I never picked up and, on that. And um, his his buddy is carrying around the chains and telling him like, hey, if if. If you don't change your ways, you're gonna carry these chains. Yeah, um, and, and that's actually pretty reminiscent because, like, essentially by the end, the family is, uh, or so we think, is like damned souls. Well, and the well, and the whole movie too. Um, just because I did um, with the kids, I was watching the uh, Disney Christmas Carol. Um, uh, which, who's the star of that one? Because that'll help me remember who's which version well, that is. It's it's the animated one, so it's like uh, oh the Jim the Jim Carrey one. No, 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 no. Um, it's the animated where um, Mickey is. Um, 
Oh, Mickey's Mickey's Christmas Carol. Right, right, right. And so I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. Uh, Scrooge is uh, Donald Duck, and then uh, Goofy. Yeah, I've, is, se- I've yeah. seen that one. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's hard for me it. to dislike any version of a Christmas Carol, though, because like I love the Jim Carrey Disney animated, like um, not stop motion, but motion capture version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, I need uh, to watch that. Yeah. And then like the Muppets Christmas Carol is great. But um, yeah, but the whole the whole the whole movie though, um, Krampus is very reminiscent or like it, kind of the storyline's kind of the same, where it's like it, you know Max is uh, saying that you know I don't want my family or is uh, doubting himself or doubting Christmas, and then he kind of does get this like past present future kind of thing and and especially watching um uh you know a christmas carol at the end scrooge is looking at the grave and he gets thrown into it into this fire and it looks exactly the same (laughs) true true yeah it, it looks exactly the same as when you know scrooge gets thrown into the grave and is supposed to be going to the afterlife and then so Getting so where do to, so where do where do you stand on the ending then? Do you think so, that there's well, so getting to the end of the movie? Um, it's um, you you feel like it's a happy ending um, because going off of like that Christmas Carol theme, it's like okay, so you figured out that like you're not appreciating your family, and even though like your family is difficult and it's a pain in the ass or, you know, maybe you guys don't get along. You still need to appreciate your family or appreciate everybody and appreciate what you have. Um, so that's kind of what it looks like as, you know, Max is waking up and he goes down and he sees his family. And actually like when you, when you pay attention like his family, like even the people that he doesn't like, like his uncle, like David Keckner and everything like that, like they're almost like nicer versions of themselves. Uh, in some way, because one of the one of the cousins still calls him Maxipad, which is what they were saying to him earlier. But he, <laughs> right, but, he right. but he's more like okay with it, and he just laughs this time. So, right, right. Yeah, no, there's like they're almost but, the same, it, but it's him accepting his family. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and you can look at it either way. I I just always notice that, um, or what I noticed was when uh, they see their uncle David Keckner. Um, he is he, str- he is strangely nicer. I will give you that one. Yeah, much nicer. Like he's he's strangely like much more. Yeah, he's like, well, uh, hey, well, hey, Maxie. We were afraid hey, that we were, we were afraid that the sugar plum fairies got you. <laughs> yeah, and just like really like just kind of cute and goofy and and not being an asshole. Yeah. Um, but so basically, so it, it, you know at the so the ending of the movie, um, you know Max opens. They're all opening their presents, and Max opens up his present, and the present that he opens is this ornament that says Krampus on it. And yeah, it's, it's, it's the it's the bell that was hanging around Krampus's uh neck. Right, but it's also um Omi is his grandmother. 
um, when Krampus finished with her family or left her alive or whatever, he left that for her. Yep. So the the crazy thing about the ending is so when he when he opens that present and when he sees that bell or that ornament or whatever, um, everyone looks at it and when they look at it, they just kind of have this like crazy look of dread on their face yeah they're like like, oh shit this must have like it's like they all remember what was going on yeah yeah so it's it's like so when they see it they're like oh shit like now i'm remembering what happened so the ambiguous so the ambiguous ending though comes in because we zoom out of their house with them staring at the bell slash ornament and they we are now looking in a snow globe at them in their house yeah, so basically it, it it zooms out and their their home is um in this snow globe and when it zooms out kind of even further you see all of these different people or or different like snow globes that are people's houses. So Yeah, it's in it's in Krampus's uh lair. It's and, a very it's yeah, a very it's, like Jeepers Creepers yeah, ending. It's Krampus's lair. Um it, it yeah, I was gonna say it reminds me a lot of Jeepers Creepers. Yep. Um uh where it kind of like zooms out and you see his lair and there's all this other crap going on. Yeah. But um yeah, so it, it, you know uh, the way I always took it um and and I think you and I talked about this um, is that it, at the end, because Max even says at one point, he's like, I just wanted Christmas to be the way that it was, or I wanted just to have the perfect Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, I always kind of saw it as it, like at the end, it's perpetual Christmas. And and I think I said this to you too, like it kind of like, even like groundhog day, like where like every day they'll wake up and it's Christmas again. Yeah. So, so you, because they're trapped in this, you know, globe or they're trapped in this situation. Yeah. So, so you, so you took it the same way I did that it, they're basically stuck in a, in a happy version of purgatory. So it's like he got his wish and he gets Christmas, but he's stuck there forever with his family. Right. Um, and, and nothing will ever change because they're just trapped. Yeah. So, so you took it that he got punished like I did. So there are people who view it as no Krampus didn't take them and they're still living their lives and getting their Christmas, but they get like another chance and Krampus is just watching over them. Well, so there's, there's an argument for that as well. Um, because, uh, Omi, the grandmother, you know, she was left alive and they even say early on in the movie, um, that, you know, around Christmas, she always gets a little weird. Um, and then when they go to the Krampus story, when she's telling the Krampus story, she even says, like, I was left alive to... To pass know. on the story, yeah. Right, 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 right. So... Yeah, it's um, true. I guess, yeah, no, you could, so look at it, is- you could look at it either way, but I actually kind of prefer the the darker ending of they... Krampus was like, ah, fuck it. You guys suck. I'm going to put you in purgatory anyway, but I'll give you your Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. So there's, yeah, I mean, there's an, there's an argument either way. I can, I can see 
how people uh, would say that it's just um, Krampus basically like keeping an eye on him because or you're keeping an eye on Max or the family because mm-hmm. that would make sense because, um, you know, Omi kept that kept that uh, ornament and then at the end max has got the ornament and omi said the whole time she's like i i he's been uh she doesn't really say he's been watching but she's just always felt like he's been watching or you know waiting to like come back so for max like to get that ornament and then like showing that snow globe is kind of like okay he's looking for his opportunity krampus is looking for the opportunity for one of Max's descendants or somebody later, um, you know, to come back. So right, but you, so you, you personally, Jason, take it as they're stuck in a perpetual Christmas. Then, uh, yeah, that's that's what I. The initial thought, that's what I got from it was, you know, they're trapped in the snow globe, and and again, like I said, it's kind of like a. I, I felt like it was kind of like a Groundhog Day thing where it's like they're going to do Christmas over and over and over. Um, well, and it's, like wow. a, it's like a backhanded gift in my interpretation. I keep saying purgatory, but it's like I'm going to give you your Christmas forever, but you're stuck in that well, in that limbo per se. Exactly. And that's the point. It's um, when I say Groundhog Day and that's kind of like the 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 point of that whole movie is like okay, you can have this good day over and over and over. And actually (laughs) going back to, again, um, there's an episode of uh, uh, Disney uh, Christmas. It's uh, Mickey's Christmas something. I can't remember what it is. Um, But the kids are like, we wish it was Christmas every day. (laughs) Um, And so it ends up being Christmas every day. But they keep doing it over and over and over and over. And they're like, oh, this sucks now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like if you keep doing the same things over and over and over and over, it's it's not special anymore. Yeah, it's a backhanded gift for sure. Yeah. So exactly like you said, like it's like a backhanded gift where it's like. You know, yeah, it's it's great or it's going to be Christmas every day. But like, how long can you do that? Like, it's going to be the same thing. And eventually it's going to become like a nightmare because (laughs) because you're trapped like you can't you can't do anything different. Like, it's going to be the same thing over and over and over and over. Basically. Um, Yeah. And I and I believe if I'm not mistaken. Taken. Um, I looked really close, um, and I, I I even had to like freeze frame it. And I believe that Omi's house is in one of the uh, snow globes as well. Oh, from like her old village. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. No, I didn't notice that, but I yeah. will absolutely be watching this movie again sometime soon before the Christmas season ends. So I will look for that. And regardless of what you feel about the ending, uh, me and Jason fucking love this movie and are so excited to finally have done it. Like I said, I think when we started the podcast, this was one of the very first movies that we said, like, when Christmas rolls around, Krampus Krampus is going to be our, our Christmas episode, so... It's, it's great, man. And the, and the thing about it, man, like, it's just so, 
Um, again, it's it's really hard to find, you know, a good Christmas movie that is creepy or a horror Christmas. Like you just don't see a lot of it. Um, no, and this one and this one is definitely top tier for me. And now that we've now that we've kind of dived in or like we were trying to do research on on these Christmas horror movies and everything like, you know, we're finding more and more that are out there. Uh, but they're, well, we, they're still well, we've got we've got like five silent night deadly nights that we can dive into <laughs> next year <or> so <laughs> right but they're still they're still not like super prevalent um but the thing that i like about krampus is um like i like the fact that uh i was actually like just hanging out with my mom the other day and it, it was the one and she was like what are you watching and i was like i'm watching krampus I was like, you know, it's it's kind of a, this dark, kind of creepy thing. It's not really a horror movie, but it's really funny. Um, and she sat and watched it with me, and she was laughing a good mm-hmm. bit. And um, it just has this really good mix of um, horror and great practical effects and just funny at the same time. It's just kind of... You know, it's. It, I feel like it's. I feel like it's a Christmas movie, kind of for everybody. <laughs> like, I, mean, I think so. I think young kids that aren't crazy about horror could definitely watch this and be okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's some, there's some pretty creepy shit there. That's what I'm saying, but, though. If they're not full on horror junkies, know, they can deal. They can deal with a couple creepy scenes and then be okay. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't like a hardcore push to the limit. Like it's not ever like overly gory or anything like that. Um, and and yeah, so like my kids could definitely watch it. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> without my consent, they have seen like uh like child's play and some kind of like mild horror movies like that and they think it's great so well, they, they have like they have access to the internet so of course they've seen that stuff. well yeah of course so. but um <laughs> so that is krampus everybody and uh merry christmas from us but jason before we go i want to i want to throw a question uh to you tying into the christmas season because uh we only sure. get to celebrate christmas once a year so we talked about krampus this is one movie we watch uh every every christmas as much as possible we talked about the two black christmas ones um there's the the other black christmas remake which i really enjoyed as well and we talked about santa we talked about santa's sleigh and and puka but stepping away from the horror genre what's um what are you watching this christmas what's what's uh, what's some (laughs) what's some non-horror related christmas movies that you're gonna be tuning into this christmas season um, so definitely every Christmas, um, in the whole month of December, um, I'm always watching, um, Christmas Vacation. Sure. I love that movie so much. Um, I do have to get my Die Hard in, um, because whatever anybody says Die Hard is a Christmas movie, um, cause it does take place on Christmas. Um, and then, um, it, uh, my new one that I've, I've really gotten into, f- um, for the past couple of years, uh, you know, somebody brought it up to me and as, as much as I am a huge Batman fan, I don't know why I ever 
ignored it, but uh, Batman Returns, man. I knew, I knew you were going to say that one. I was Batman waiting for it. Returns, and it and it is Christmas all day. Like they're lighting the Christmas tree, and you know you you've got all the crazy uh, circus people coming out, and yep. it, yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I mean, Christmas Vacation. Um, Batman turns die hard. Um, and, uh, and of course you have classics, like, uh, especially the kids like to watch home alone. Um, they think it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I refuse to acknowledge anything past the first two though. No, no. The first two were good. And my favorite part out of anyone, any of them is when, uh, Kevin puts the spider down on Daniel Stern's face. (laughs) 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 Yeah. He's like, ah, yeah, it gets me every single time. Yeah, no, Home yeah. Alone's great on my end. Um, like I said earlier, any version of the Christmas Carol, but I really do love that Jim Carrey animated one. <clears throat> yeah, um, I need to watch that all the way through. Yeah, it's great. Um, I also, Elf is up there for me. That's one of my yeah, all-time of favorite Christmas movies. Probably my favorite Christmas movie at this point. Um, yep. I've seen it so many times that I don't really watch a Christmas story on Christmas every single year, but if it comes on and I'm just chilling out, like, you know, when Christmas is winding down, I'll usually watch it, but. Well, yeah, on, um, on TNT or TBS, uh, yeah, on one Christmas of those. Day, they do, you know, 24 hours of Christmas story. So yeah, and, started, and they play it back to back, like all day. Yeah, so, and, like, the, and the one on it there. Yeah, and the one there was one year years ago when I was uh, maybe ten or eleven years old or something. Uh, I still wake up pretty early on Christmas, like it's just ingrained in my blood and in my body to wake me up on early Christmas morning. Sure. And uh, but this Christmas morning in particular, I woke up at like fucking three thirty or four in the morning, and I was like not able to go back to sleep. And I'm like, well, my family's gonna slip my throat if I try to go wake them up. Obviously, sure. so. I didn't have anything to do, and I woke up, and the TV, I had fallen asleep with the TV on, and that 24-hour thing of Christmas story was playing. Yeah. And uh, that was the year I found out that they did that, so I think I just watched a Christmas story like three or four times before <laughs> before my family yeah. woke up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another movie that I only just saw like two years ago um, for the very first time that is now in regular rotation for my Christmas season is uh, Scrooged. Yes, I love Scrooge. That movie's um, that movie's hilarious, dude. As as you know, I'm a massive, massive, massive Bill Murray fan. Same. Um, and uh, yeah, Scrooge is is fantastic. Will someone um, please stop that hammering? <laughs> well, and it's one of um, <clears throat> it's one of the few movies that um, so his his love interest in Scrooge. Um, Karen and, Allen. Yep, it's Marion from uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Yep, that's my girl. Yep, she um, is uh, drop dead gorgeous. She is. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, Scrooge is great. I I agree. I love Scrooge. Yeah, so that well. that's in regular rotation for me. And of course, there's um. Well, and and like I said, like, you know, we talked about um, when we were on our Mist uh, episode, we were talking about uh, Stephen King and um, those movies that were just like always there. Um, You know, uh, so, I mean, of course, Elf. um, 
Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you the first time I saw Elf, but oh, I, I can. I, I remember and, going. I remember going to see it for the first time in theaters, and uh, I actually got up to use the bathroom right during the snowball fight scene. And oh, I came yeah. and I came back, and my dad was like in tears, laughing at the son yeah. of a nutcracker line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um. And, and, uh, say, so, yeah, so like Elf and like you said, Christmas Story, um, Christmas Vacation, uh, yeah, and, and, and well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw another one out there that I know you haven't seen yet, I don't think, but I just saw it for the second time over the weekend. Fucking Violent Night, man. When that shit comes out on Blu ray, I'm watching that like every Christmas. It is, I am- know, I, it is, I am- haven't. It is amazing. I had another friend, uh, my buddy Kyle, um, that just went and saw it like uh, two nights ago or whatever. And he texted me and he was like, dude, this is so amazing. You like you have to see it. It is Um, so fucking fucking funny and violent. And I love it. And uh, that's going to be in regular rotation for me now with uh, with the Christmas season when it comes out on Blu-ray. But. Yeah, the only reason the only reason I haven't seen it yet is because uh, the girls were dying to go see Avatar, and we did Avatar, which was um, great. It was. If it you're was. if you're wondering if Avatar: The Way of the Water is good or not, it is amazing. It is good. I I don't know that when it comes out on uh, Blu-ray or whatever, if if I would sit and watch it on the regular screen. Um. But definitely seeing it in IMAX 3D, same thing as the first one. I mean, it is just a visual <laughs> mind fuck. Like, well, no, fuck that, Jason. I saw uh, the standard version first, and I was still in awe. I'll watch that. I'll watch that on well, the standard screen again. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man. <laughs> if you liked it on standard, I mean, that speaks for it even better. Yeah, um, man. But, but yeah, no. Being, not seen a, it in IMAX 3D, like it was. It was. I, I it, did. I did. Impressive. Go, yeah, I did go back and see it in IMAX 3D the next night, actually, because I had some downtime. So I saw Avatar: The Way of The Way of the Water or Way of Water twice in the same in the opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it was great both times. But um, well, and, and and maybe maybe at a later time, um, we'll talk about the ending scenes of that uh, being the abyss and alien all day, um, which are both. <laughs> Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna spoil anything for Avatar. Well, we'll we'll get on a we'll get on a um we'll get on an aliens or alien or alien franchise kick at one point. I'm sure. Oh, for Um, sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But But anyways, uh, that is no cool. Yep. Great Christmas movies. Um, Krampus was fantastic. Absolutely, Um, and uh, that is. Go ahead, buddy. I, I was just gonna say it's it's just one that I I kick every year, man. Like I love Krampus. Same, same. Um, so and when uh, I'm watching my Christmas movies or <laughs> when December hits, like you know that's in the lineup. So yep. And I'm glad I could subject you to those two black Christmas movies that. Uh, well, and you you brought Krampus to me too, so. Pretty much, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. and it, we didn't cover it this year, but uh, maybe we'll talk about it in the future. But I really do love that 2019 Black Christmas as well. I thought that was great. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that too. We'll uh, we'll cover the trifecta because I just I love all three Black Christmas movies. They're so good. But um, yeah, maybe we'll just save it for next year. 
Yeah, man, we got some Christmas movies, li- Christmas horror movies lined up for next year. Maybe we'll cover the Black Christmas 2019 remake, which is awesome. But, yeah, uh, but so... we got a we got a sick, sick episode coming up. Oh next week. shit! <laughs> one 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 of we. Well, I I we're... was about to say I was about to say one of my favorite horror movies of the year, but I'm going to say it is my favorite horror movie of the year. Mm, um, it's up there for me, man. It it's, is. Uh... It's pretty damn fantastic we are not going to give any hints for what next week's movie (laughs) is but i will tell you that we are going to talk about what is easily the most underappreciated underrated and under the radar horror movie to come out of this year i will say all my life i've been waiting for this movie (laughs) you you fucking suck dude (laughs) Uh, but anyway, so tune in next week. Maybe I'll cut that out. I don't know. We'll we'll see. But uh, <laughs> no, it's fun. Fuck it. <laughs> but uh, tune in next week for our New Year's Day episode where we talk about again one of the most underrated horror movies to come out of 2022. And uh, I also want to give you a heads up for two weeks out from now. Uh, you guys, some of our followers voted. I put up a little poll in our story because there's other movies other horror movies from 2022 that we've taught we've kicked around the idea of talking about and we couldn't decide so we threw a little poll to you guys and we got a few responses so thank you everybody who voted for that and oh uh, man we have followers yeah we actually do and uh i just thought we were doing this shit for nothing <laughs> nope so for some reason people like us and we appreciate it every day and uh <laughs> But no, I put up a little poll of four movies that we'd kicked around talking about, which were uh, all horror movies from 2022. It was X, The Cursed, uh, Smile, and Orphan First Kill, and you guys voted for Smile. So uh, January, yeah. January 8th. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, that should be a fun episode. Uh, I definitely got some thoughts about that one. But uh, January 8th, our episode will be on Smile and... Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed that little poll. Maybe we'll do more of that. Maybe like a like a bi-monthly thing or something. We'll we'll throw out a little poll for you guys to vote for what we should talk about. But um so look forward to the next two episodes and plenty more to come. But that is our Christmas episode and Merry Christmas to all of you. Um and happy holidays and uh just thank Merry you. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> Uh, just thank you so much for tuning in to Midnight Terrors this year. This this these first six months of doing the podcast have been incredible. Been a lot of fun, and uh, we have so much lined up for 2023. So uh, this is our last episode of 2022 because the next episode is going to come out on New Year's Day. So thank you guys very much for tuning in to Midnight Terrors this year. We got so much planned for the future for you. And we will see you again in 2023. In the meantime, get in touch with us uh, on social media, Instagram and Facebook, Midnight Terrors Podcast, and shoot us an email at midnightterrorspodcast at gmail.com. And we will uh, catch you guys later. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. God bless you all. And uh, see you next week. All right. Peace. Peace.